Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast, episode number 27. Oh, my God. I'm your host, so Joey, Hi, Joey, and I am here with the other Fat oh, wow. Peeps. We got PJ, aka Tech3200. Hi, everyone. Oh, my. We got Derek, a.k.a. a big target. It is I. Hello. And we got the one and only John, a.k.a. Cameraman John. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. oh, 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 no. I oh, can't see oh, him. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Where'd he go? I can't Can see him. Can you not see that him? Anyways. Anyway. With bad jokes aside, <laughs> yes, more, more, more to come. We oh. always like to uh, start off our show with the oh. icebreaker question of the wow. week. Wow! Whoa! We need it. It's hot outside. It's we so need a cool, minty right. freshness. So hot. So hot. All right. So our icebreaker question this week is kind of uh, comes from uh, our experience with Call of Duty. But recently, oh. they fixed the demon gun uh, wow. visual bug, as people like to call it. Really? Demon oh. gun? That's a dumb thing. Thank God. Okay. Oh. Thank God, oh. seriously. That was terrible. That was horrible. But, of course, in Modern Warfare fashion, they ended up breaking something else. Oh, great. In the process. Yay! So, Huzzah. my question to the group is, what game was, oh. like, absolutely broken? That you couldn't stop playing. Oh, great question, Joey. Let's let's Fantastic. start with John. Oh, what? Do you want oh, to put God. your papers down that you're reading from, Garrick? <laughs> Maybe ad lib a little bit. I'm sorry, I, I missed what, what page I, of the script are we on? I can't. I, I'm, I'm it's lost. difficult to do this stuff. I need to be scripted. Okay. I'm, I'm lost. What page are we on the script? Uh, seventeen. Okay, okay, got it. Okay. Hi, it's me, John. I like games too. Wait, what are we doing? Are you gonna actually say the game that? What's your answer? Oh, the game. I don't know. I I hate I hate uh, games. I mean, (laughs) I hate games. I hate games that are like very clunky and buggy. So, so you have like a low tolerance. Yeah, yeah. So if if, if mm-hmm. that happens, I'm surprised you played Call of Duty um, as long as you did with the broken, how broken. Well, it was. that's the only we game that we, we're, to. we're allowed to play together. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because we gotta get content, man. Uh, but I mean, well, the, well, you it's not. Like it's to not play the game too, guys. Also, it's not a. It's not ba- uh, game breaking. Like you can just choose another gun, and it's like and and for Warzone. I don't like. Oh shoot, we're talking about Warzone. Wait, what, we're I, not I, supposed quick, to talk about. Yeah, I don't what's like. Your game? T- I, I don't have one. I I, I, I lead games. I, I I burn them to the ground. They're too buggy or, or broken. Mm-hmm. Too okay. I, have, I have zero and zero tolerance tolerance. I, I guarantee mm-hmm. when Minecraft first came out and it had issues, you continued to play it. Uh, Minecraft never really had any like game breaking yeah, issues. They put out stable. Um, it's always stable, yeah. And I, I don't do, again. I don't they do, do the early access. I don't actually like, I, release. Yeah, the patch. I don't install the snapshots or anything because I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. I want a. I don't clean... like a experimental. Yeah, I don't like experimental stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll so. take that because John John's time is great. Valuable. Answer, John. And, uh, Maybe John, can I finish my John. thought about Warzone and explain myself? No. Okay. I'm curious. <laughs> Go ahead. Fine. 
just really uh, quick. Okay. Like, so literally, literally why 30 seconds. I, 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 I was okay with Warzone being buggy. It's because you can choose other weapons, and I don't like the fact that we have to rely so much on uh, the, the loadout drops. So you like okay the fact it. that it was broken because... We... No, don't ask him questions. Okay. That, that's... Anyway. Okay, I, I explained on. it, right? So mine I, I is Halo. Uh, Halo 2 was absolutely <gasps> broken in every right because... Halo 2? What the? Yeah. What? You didn't know how broken it was? I played I the whole game uh, multiple times. The multiplayer? Oh, oh, oh I, 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 don't, I, don't, I didn't have Xbox. Wait, did I have Xbox uh, There's your problem. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I didn't have Xbox Live. I, uh, I played then. probably well over 5,000 hours of Halo. Wait, how was the multiplayer broken? Uh, you could get out of the maps. Uh, oh, super, super yeah, but who cares? That's, uh, oh, that's yeah, the that's tank. not broken. That's the not game breaking right? though. It was game breaking because if someone knew how to do it and other people didn't know how to do it, then that person could sit outside the map. I.e., I used to do that and snipe you. Like, oh crazy. my god! Wait, whoa! So you you were the one yeah. that was taking advantage oh of that? Oh my god! And then god. you said it was a broken PJ. game. Tanya, those like a lot of the time you need multiple people to set up the super bounce. Yeah. You're eventually yeah. gonna run out of sniper ammo. Like, yeah, because I remember you had to not, be, you had to be in the corners for like a few seconds. You you can't just be not if you got good at shot. it. Not if you got good at it. Uh, okay, we're gonna I, play honestly, we're gonna play Halo Two because I don't believe you're you were that good. Honestly, in Halo PJ, 2. I think it. I played like, quite a bit in Halo Two, and with, I never with, found a problem with this. With a game like that, it comes with a territory being like an mass. old game, and they just don't patch it for some reason. Well, it's okay. just like. Wait, it's just like an honor system. Okay, you know how to do it, and if we're playing serious, don't do it. Right. No, and I get that, but it's like it was still a thing. You you asked yeah. me an open ended question. I'm giving you an open ended answer. No, no, but we were we were. And we're just we were, contesting your open ended answer. Yeah, we're we're you can all you want. Upon, it was still a broken upon. game. Like there was bugs yes. in the game, and I continued to play it. That was my answer. Well done. My oh, favorite okay. was the super All right, jump. From that though. metric, sure. Yeah, super jump. On sure. um what is it? I can't remember the name can't, of the can't map. Test my fucking answer when you ask me a, a question like that. <laughs> you're fuck? you're wrong, L PJ. Your it's answer is incorrect. No, it has to be I was talking about this war zone. <laughs> Whatever. Yes. I was talking about the map that has like the construction, like the oh, building that's under construction on one side. And it's it's like one of the oh. bigger maps in the game. Hard hat? I think it might be hard. No, no, that's a Call of Duty map. Um, <laughs> Trolled you. Um, like not how really, you just went I figured out. I, I know what you're talking about. That it's not right. I yeah. I know what when you're talking about. That one had like five super bounces to get out of the map. That one was yeah. Awesome. It had to, you just like and it super had the bounce. rates to do it with. Yeah, that one Wait. I'm not including in the list. I'm talking about you... like. Uh, the forerunner construct one with the giant window in the middle. I'm talking about ascension. Um, was it ascension? Ascension's the one. Well, it's not really a windmill, but it's more of a spinny disc platform thing. Yeah. Oh, and you mean the... Z Zanzibar is a giant Zanzibar. windmill thing? But that's that's oh. not that's that's human. That's a human map. There's map. so there's that one that you could get out of the map with. Uh, that one you could do it either as a super bounce, which that one was super hard as a super bounce, or with just two people. Um, no, actually, no, there was a super bounce to get out on, like, on top of the, the building, which that should have been a place you could get to anyhow, so that one I will agree with you. And then there's the floating map uh, where you're in the sky, and you could get above that map, and that one was broken when you got above it. The, I think the reason why that game didn't feel like it was as broken is because you could still see the person, and it was yeah, kind of like... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It makes it... the. 
it just made the game more vertical. So it made yeah. it, it relates more to a new game, but it was still like the person was killable, and more than likely if they were on top of the map, they were in the, the view of everybody. Uh, and yeah. they were kind yeah. of a center point rather than just you know being hidden. Somewhere. Exactly. It was it wasn't game break because I remember doing it split screen in, in land parties, and everyone would try to do that, and it's like they weren't. Oh, there was really so no advantage ago. unless you know it's like no one can see there, them, but, but there was. So you remember the map with the giant pizza cutter and the stairway to heaven? Uh, I I can't remember the name of it. It's a Vangry. desert one where I think it's called like, uh, something bone, backbone or something like that. Backbone. It 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 basically has structures on one half of the map on like a plateau. Uh, okay. Or like it goes up. It's a not hill the one with plateaus. the quadrants, right? Like quadrants of buildings, and then like. There's lanes in the middle. Is that a different one? I don't. I think that's a different one. No, that's a different one. There's one oh, okay. where it has like these giant like spine uh, structures oh, wow. that wrap around into the side of a mountain, hmm. um, and then you can go inside of the mountain area. Was it DLC? Because I didn't have any. Of Is it so that's a... burial mounds? Yes, burial mounds. Wow! Wow! Um, Don't one, give me too much credit. I'm the wiki. If you oh. could super bounce, which there is a super bounce there, it's very much like 25% chance of getting it. I got to a point where I could get around that much, so I would try it like once or twice and then give up and just play the game. But if you could do that, you can get up on top of the map. You can go all You're the way gone. around the map. Um, and you actually can take cover in the hills up there so people can't snipe you. Like, they can snipe you, but wow. they, you can head glitch so they can't see you. So that map, yes, it was game-breaking, and it was very frustrating when someone got outside the map to do that. And wow. more than likely, if someone got out there and they're decent on not, like, breaking their head glitch or staying above the uh, the sight line, you're not going to be able to get them unless if you go up there with them. So oh. that is a good example of a map where it was frustrating if someone got out. Wow. But, but yeah. there was there was but, a few. There was definitely a few. You that need one two, was two like no, you only need one. I did not. I'm reading. I'm reading. I'm reading the wiki. It says you need two people. The only possible way to get out of very man, you need two people. One needs to be wielding a weapon without a scope. The other needs to be driving warthog. There's your problem. There. No. You didn't have a friend with you. you no. Friend. Is that the super bounce though? Or is that the, the one where they hit you out of the map? Because uh, I never used question. a Warthog for it. Great question. No. I guarantee it might not be Barium Mounts. That might be the wrong map. But I guarantee oh, the no. map that I'm thinking of with the Giant Pizza Cutter, which anyone that played Halo will know what I'm talking about, uh, the multiplayer like you have excessively, uh, that one there is a Super Bounce to get out of the map by yourself. Wow. Cool. Sounds cool. fun. Good old memory. Halo Ascension. Also, the map I was talking about was Headlong. Oh. Oh, yeah. Headlong. Yeah, it's the one with like the freeway and headlong, the construction side on the side. On. Uh, oh, with the with the with the, okay, the train that can splat you, right? Oh no 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 no! I, no I, I know what you're talking about. I know terminal, what you're talking about. I, think. Yeah, I know. I know what you're oh, talking about. Oh, terminal. Oh, terminal. That was so many good I maps, man. I want to play multiplayer on on Halo again. Oh no. Uh, I believe oh. you can get it through Game Pass. <gasps> Wow! Whoa. Sounds like we're gonna go play some Halo after this. Oh wow! Like right now? Like right, right now. now? Right now? Right now? Right okay. now? Let's do it. Okay, Anyways. my answer. Oh, uh, it's Joey's. I I have a pretty like high tolerance for bugs and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. you know, I play a lot of the Bethesda games. 
and uh, yeah, I stopped I put, playing Fallout New Vegas because of it. I put like a couple, no, maybe only like a hundred or so hours into Fallout seventy six. Oh no! Oh no, like, Joey! I was like, whatever. You are like, a man of patience. I mean, yeah, it's buggy, but like, whatever. And <laughs> whatever, man. Like. That's the thing, for me game. a lot of the time, and Fallout 76 isn't actually my answer, but for me a lot of the time, if the gameplay loop, like, can grab me, then I can put up with a lot of jank, right? That's if true. there's, like, if there's, like, some element that I'm, like, invested in, I will, like, keep playing the game oh God. for that. So, like, with Fallout 76, I really like Fallout games right so just like the act of leveling up a character in fallout and exploring new areas and killing yeah. random enemies is fun yeah. um my actual answer was going to be uh two worlds oh oh that game which i don't know if you guys know or, or it was being touted as like uh <clears throat> it was being touted as like the scott or the oblivion killer this was oh. before skyrim like in the snow right no, no, this has like a bunch of different kind of biome areas. Um, oh. It's like a big open world, you know, fantasy game, but it's it's terrible. Oh, it's no, awful. No. It's like super janky and like is broken oh, in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys should sometime go watch the speed run for it because oh, no. it's it's like it's Just like 15 minutes or something like that. You can beat the entire <laughs> single player game in like 15 minutes. Oh, wow. um, or it might be even faster. It might be like seven minutes or something like that. I was gonna say like a, um, an answer for both of us would be Fantasy Star. That game had a lot of issues. Fantasy Star wasn't broken though. It wasn't as bad, but it definitely. That's had just a lot how of it issues. is. Um, and then Garrick, what's yours? Like, wait, no, oh, like what? Wait, question. Oh, well, like spell bugs and stuff like that. Spell bugs. Like, what spell bugs? Maybe something that I oh. didn't ever interact or like see because I didn't really play. Techers, but like what's like bugs? master classes when they first came out the the for master force like john what are they talking about any damage basically and that was supposed to be like their key spell and then the spell's not going above level 40 or sorry level 30 on master force even though it was oh no not level 40 41 like there was a lot of okay. class systems that were broken so that's stuff that i just don't remember you didn't interact with it because you played yeah that was never something that was a problem for me right me either. and i dealt with that a lot because I, I played agree, all the Joey. anyhow go ahead gig great question um so i've played i've i'm not opposed to playing a lot of uh, early access games uh i've played like rim world and all these other games oh, Josh, actually rim world was really really well done <laughs> but i i think the one that takes the cake that i love and that I still have hope for and is a triple A game. Any guesses? No. Anthem. Yes. Anthem. Oh, gross. Yeah, gross. So yeah. Anthem, so you've heard Anthem you've was... heard my gripes for for a long time throughout this whole podcast series. So I don't really also say Destiny. Although I wanna say no, Destiny's bad, but it's not broken. Um No, one. see that's I was gonna say, Garrick, I think you actually may have hit on the actual best one because yes. <laughs> right. anthem was one. actually broken like yeah, the damage model it, scaling he's Wait, not what? playing what? it he's saying what are you talking he said about? the question is a game that you couldn't stop playing even though it's broken. pj i got i got tired of playing it because i did as much as i could 
even though it was a broken he, game. You juice that really sour lemon. Uh, I as played dry it like chugged it. PJ, I played it like uh, an extra month before. Like everybody left already, and I played it an extra month. He was just hoping, like, hoping this lemon, like, sour lemon juice, would it, taste better. Well, because I was just milking the fact that you can fly around in an exosuit and kill things and do flips and somersaults. And I stuff feel like there's other the games I did thing. the same idea but did it better. They didn't the, do the Iron Warframe. Man game. Oh yeah, that, that too. Wait, yeah, but Warframe. Yeah, I don't know. Though. I think we got into Warframe when it was still being developed. I it's it probably really decent. Now. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I, I joined in when it was. It seemed like it was fleshed out. Like this was the game loop. That's mm, all they no. have. Oh no, the well, game I, loop was there, but the the mechanics yeah. were still I, broken. Oh. Yeah, I revisited it like a year or two after we got tired of it, and like it's a whole new game. I never. They pretty. Like, they pretty consistently do like big overhauls to the combat systems and like the game world and stuff. Like, uh, they recently started adding like open world areas to like explore and stuff like that. Wasn't it always um, open world maps? And no, they were well, always, um, at least like kind of different game types, uh, like horde defense. No, they they were originally kind of more like. There were like some big maps, but most of them okay. are kind of like tight corridor based oh, okay. stuff. Okay, okay. Okay. You're I on like you. ships or like on yeah, yeah, yeah. space or not space stations, but like yeah. outposts on planets. Oh, they're like big. It's like, like it's like Halo, I guess. You it's like these big maps. Yeah. That yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. I was. I see what you think. Yeah. It's it's more of like a dungeon vibe. Or yeah. A dungeon vibe. And now they have like actual open world content. Wow. Okay. I don't know if I'll ever visit it no, again, but no. I'm I'm happy for them. Yeah. Good yeah, I'm kind of the same. I put like 200 hours or something into it, yeah. and I'm like, that game's all right. <laughs> yeah, we just killed it way too early. Like we got way too into it uh, at the wrong time. So, anywho, this that was game a good, is so question. broken. Sorry, I was watching the video that Joey he posted in the Discord. Oh yeah, and this game is run. so broken. Like the the he just two shoots world an arrow is actually one forty one. Oh wow! And how long did you play this, Joey? I played I probably like, like sixty wrong. hours or Jeez, something. Oh my god, I'm watching it too. Oh my, I would just like re out. Uh, yeah, just log in this John game. would have been like, oh my god, uh uh, instantly. Nope. Um, there was like a leveling bug that I would, or kind of like a leveling exploit that I would do. There's there were these things. I don't remember what they were called, but they were like these roots that you could find in graveyards, right? And mm. at night, enemies would spawn around them. They were basically like a spawn beacon for enemies, right? So you could fill your inventory with these things and then go to a graveyard and drop them all and then go and get a bunch of traps and just lay a bunch of traps next to them and then wait until nightfall happens and then like hundreds of enemies would spawn and all the traps would go off at the same time and the server would like go to one or like two frames a second for like three minutes and then you would like come back and you'd get a bunch of experience and level up a bunch <laughs> oh man that's just i don't know i I'm sometimes sometimes jank is fun jank can sometimes be jank can be fun jank can, i mean like 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 a fish like kind of flying or swimming through the air that kind of jank that's funny but like gameplay jank like oh man no. Like freezing no, the server yeah, for everybody server, else playing on it or, for or three years. Whatever you said the arrow did. It's like, no, no, no. That's always fun. Good, <laughs> Good times. Good times. A lot of broken games. 
so many. I play a lot of oh. bad games. <laughs> that's 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 the gaming world that comes with the territory, I guess. Let's move on to some games that are probably not going to be bad. Oh, Allegedly, probably, but but might be bad. We'll <laughs> see. Um, let's go ahead and start with the uh, Spider-Man talk. Spider-Man. So, Spider-Man will be exclusive to Marvel Avengers roster wow. oh, in wow. early 2021 on the PlayStation. So oh, you will only be able to play as Spider-Man on PlayStation consoles. That sounds... Hey, uh, censor this for me, yeah. PJ. Uh, fuck you, PlayStation. Oh, no. And, uh, oh, <laughs> to go further, Imran uh, Khan, uh, uh-huh. who is a games journalist. Uh, I don't know who... He, I think he might still work for GameSpot. Sorry, I don't remember Imran Khan or who he's with now but uh he reported uh or i guess reported on he posted on reset era uh that uh he sony has approached all major third parties to Mm -hmm. try to do uh exclusive content deals Mm -hmm. uh in something that he uh calls the playstation advantage i don't know if that's like what it's <laughs> called internally racist or if uh <laughs> i mean it's what, what? that's for sure what's racist the PlayStation advantage PlayStation. i mean yeah console is kind of like racist against other consoles well it's it's trying to give the playstation a, a like an edge i don't know an edge yeah. against you its competition it. Funny, just like oh yeah, we're privileged. Oh yeah, no yeah, it's completely like it makes sense business wise, but as a consumer, you're fucking a bunch of consumers. No, yeah, you're right. It's so definitely, yeah, it's definitely a kind of like gross thing to do to they consumers. Don't care. Yeah, I, but I again, yeah. yeah, they're in their right to try. Like if they have the money to throw around to make these deals happen. Oh, yeah then uh, it, they're within their right to do it. And then it's on them about whether or not they're down to take the, like, perception hit, right? Because, like, every time they do one of these, like, exclusivity deals, the, like, PlayStation brand takes a hit. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of, like, how big the hits are and how much Sony want, how much damage to the PlayStation brand Sony wants to, yeah, wants to take. Sony's like, ah, Disney has most of Spider-Man for the movies. Let's let's just uh, keep it all for the video game stuff now. Yeah, great that's, idea. That's what they're doing. Freaking Monopolize Sony, that. Freaking Sony. But I mean, also at the end of the day, it was it's on Marvel in the first place for selling them the rights mm-hmm. to. The character well, I mean, they, they were kind of in the, in the shitter at the time when that was sold. Mm-hmm. All the, the sure, rights were yeah, sold. but the they could have done different rights. Yeah, right. The contract yeah. could have been written differently in a way that they would have Spider-Man yeah. back by now. Is it is it so, like they sold it? Literally sold it? Like I want to say, 
I want to say the way that the contract is is that Sony has the Spider-Man property as long as they use it. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So like, so that's why they always they come make, back. That's why they always make new Spider-Man movies. Yes. Yeah. Like every two because years. And, and, and Fantastic yeah. Four and all, all pretty mm-hmm. much all of them. That I see. Disney yeah. doesn't they, have yet. They're just. They, it's like it's like a, a car that you don't use. You're just running the engine for a bit. Yeah. Right. Just to keep, just to keep it warmed up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so that's such a weird cool. contract. I don't know. What else is next? Well, again, keep in mind that Marvel was right. like doing really no, poorly back when they, they were sold all their superhero rights. So. And Bye. like, other than like, I don't remember exactly when this uh, it was in the 90s. when the sale happened. Wasn't it like back in the nineties? Yeah, I want to say nineties. Like yeah. Like at that time, superhero movies yeah, weren't weren't a thing. It was <laughs> like really they were a thing, yeah. but they weren't like Captain America the thing and that they Superman are now. Yeah. They like weren't this big giant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let me look it up because I, I would it, say it it's probably like after the '89 Batman. Yeah, even then right? those weren't taken seriously. I think it was when Christopher Nolan's Dark, uh, not Dark Knight, uh, Batman Begins. Yeah, Batman Begins when. People realize like, oh, you can make like an actual serious. No, but I think Tim Burton Batman was semi-serious. It was the first one that set a tone where it was like, oh, this is dark. And then, and then DC. Yeah, but it still had that very comic book kind of um, vibe. That (laughs) a little bit better. Yeah. Well, they're coming. They're coming around now because they're still trying to. We gotta be more like Avengers. I still, I still think Wonder Woman was a very good movie. Um, I wish. It was good. I need to watch. I, I think it still. Shazam was is like one of their best recent ones. I agree. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's really fun. I, I love. Oh, I, I love what's his name, the star. The um, star. Yeah. I, I, I watched him I all the way from Chuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he's come a long way. Zachary Levi. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. it. Yeah. I always forget his name for some reason. I just always just call him Chuck because that's how I know him. He plays a really good character in uh, Fallout New Vegas. A gaming voice oh, oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Oh. As well. How did he cool. get that far? Oh, yeah, no. He, yeah. He's a nerd. He, actually, I think that's a great point. Because for a while after Chuck, he kind of fell out of vogue for a while because he was doing voice acting for, like, games and stuff. So, There's I, I like, for years, I wondered where he was, and now like, he's coming back they to get the whole to do the fun parts of acting without having to be seen. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and more you're, comfortable. you're in an air-conditioned room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about stunts. Yeah. Or, or standing say, around, yeah. for, the, yeah, standing around for the camera two. to set yeah. up. And they have to deal with yeah. themselves, you know? And they come in on their time to do it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me a hundred uh, 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 oh, screams of, of pain. I don't even know. What how are those called, did. John? Wait, what? Uh, yeah, I, I like those. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Oh, remember it? I hear it all the time. Oh, a well, Wilhelm scream? No, not that. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up. I know. I kind of when, go when we're on a different topic and it's just like out of nowhere. Random scream. I did it for like twenty minutes straight. I just can't remember. Uh, um. Yeah, so I feel like we already moved out of the whole like video yeah. game thing. Yeah. Uh, 
or PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, like, mm-hmm. effectively, it comes down to is like, Sony's going to do this whether we like it or not. Trying to, okay. to get this advantage that they can yeah. over the other consoles, right. um, whether or not they need it. The yeah. thing about it is, like, I'm not entirely sure that they need it because, like, we well, talked about like... this before with the Xbox, yeah. where it's like the Xbox already doesn't really in like. Yeah. In a lot of ways, Microsoft's marketing has incentivized people to get PCs. Yeah, exactly. Right? And uh, Sony already has this house full of their like first-party developers who are putting out great games that are exclusive to the console already. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really see them needing to do this. I don't think they right. need to try to get this playstation advantage because they already have the playstation advantage Mm -hmm. in the form of their first party studios um and like i said greedy a lot of the first party stuff on microsoft's end is going to come to the pc like at the same time right so um i think a lot of people I, and I personally know a lot of people who buy a PlayStation and then a computer and they get their oh, computer geez. for their Microsoft stuff that they would play on Xbox and they have the PlayStation for PlayStation exclusive mm-hmm. um, games. The only thing here is like they will potentially incentivize players to buy the PlayStation 4 copy or the PlayStation 5 copy of a game. Uh, as opposed to maybe buying the copy on Steam or, you know, uh, probably Steam because that's where most people buy their stuff on PC. But point is on the PC, like on a PC marketplace so that they get that revenue cut, mm-hmm. uh, oh, that okay. little bit of revenue cut that they get for that um, software sale. Right. Yeah. But in terms of selling PlayStation 5s, I think they already have that advantage. And I don't really, I, th- I think this is, going to do more harm to their brand than it's going to help their brand. Mm-hmm. But that's the way that I look at it. I see. It's going okay. to help I, the I people like that are already... Like, it's going to give that oh, switching no. cost uh, for the people that already have PlayStation that are already invested, but the people on the outside of PlayStation are going to get pissed and probably either... Like, you're still going to get the people that are going to jump on board with them of course because they're like oh they have all this content so they're they get that too but you're also gonna get the people who are like wow sony's greedy i don't want to deal with that so i think they're doing kind of both things right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay moving on uh warner brothers wow. has some new games that they're set to reveal uh pretty soon coming up in a couple days august 22nd <gasps> at their uh dc fan dome my, wow. my, is that the name Whoa. of it am i right there DC i guess it's like a dome. dc event that they're doing where they're announcing a bunch of dc content yeah. and uh two uh pieces of content that they are uh going to be showing or at least announcing to some extent i don't know if they're going to show gameplay or whatever but uh we have suicide squad oh uh, which uh wow. has been rumored for a long time uh i don't remember exactly which studio is doing it 
Um, I think it might be being done by Rocksteady. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yep. So Rocksteady, Rocksteady is like nice. the main Batman, Batman yeah. Arkham team, right? Oh. Um, and this has been rumored for a long time, and they've like officially announced that they're going to be showing it, and it's real. Uh, all the kind of like rumors surrounding it up to this point have uh, indicated that it's going to be like a games as a service uh, kind of like uh, loot driven, you know, uh, type of game. Warner Brothers started doing that before oh, no. with, uh, hmm. what was it? It was a shooter. It was a team based shooter like 10 years ago. Um, God, what was the name of it? And they had like a, it was called like DC Silver, and you paid for it every month. It was like five bucks or something. Ooh. Uh, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about Gotham uh, City Imposters? Okay. Gotham City Imposters was just like an arcade, like an Xbox uh, Live arcade. Maybe it wasn't game. a monthly fee. It was a shooter, just, yeah, but it wasn't for the like, game, and then you could buy a paid for. Or something yeah, like, that. like not not the same way we do now. It was like packs. It was like five dollars for might a pack, have... and you got like costumes and a gun skin. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are you talking I mean, about? That's like, exactly like how we do it now. Have you played Call of Duty? Like there are there was oh, more there's more avenues point. now. Before it was just like you went into Xbox Live and it's just like uh game and then description of game. Like they still do it now, but it's like description of game and then below it there's like five DLCs that you could download. And those are the extra things you could Well, right. I think it was less it embraced like back then. Like now right. it's well, just, it just like wasn't... microtransactions take it... all my money. Mm -hmm. It wasn't in a You had to go out of the game and go into right? a store. Like the way that storefronts were built then yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas like now when when they were building the current generation of consoles, they had the forethought to make everything work. And also it's kind of like a lot of this stuff is server based nowadays. Right, so like mm -hmm. with those packs, you might actually be downloading physical content. Probably not, but maybe. Um, whereas like nowadays, you buy stuff in the storefront, and it just gets put on your account. Right, you're not downloading any physical data or anything like that. So, because right. effectively, it's already on so your console through a patch. But that's beside the point. Yeah, it's just unlocking it. But that, gotcha. Beside the point. A suicide game looks like it's going to be some kind of like beat em up, you know, similar to the Marvel Avengers game, which has been in beta recently. I don't know if you guys have watched any gameplay for that. Mm, not really. Um, and there's we'll we'll move on to the second game in a bit, but I I want to first touch on what we think about Warner Brothers and Marvel kind of going head to head here at the same time with. Uh, kind of games as a service, oh, no. you know, faux RPGs, if you will, oh, no. right? Kind of that like destiny formula oh, of no. game design. Um, what do you guys think about this? Do you think either of them are going to be successful? Obviously, we know more about Avengers because we've actually been able to see gameplay for it. Mm -hmm. But well, all I'm going to say is that like the history of hero based games or comic book base games hasn't been like the track record like going all the way back hasn't been as good as it should have been 
like as of late, as of the few years ago, it's been getting really, really good, which is great. Yeah. But I'm still reluctant given that history that I'm used to. So yeah. like with DC versus Marvel, I'll just wait Reserve and see what catches on if I, I want to play more. something like that. Because I'm I'm not much into hero games Ye. myself. I think I think it's a good yeah, but but it's a uh, good business direction I think both of them going yeah. in the loot based kind of uh, and game, I guess on top of that this is a different genre. Most genres I'm Open used to is like like what Spider Man does, and yeah. then if yeah. it's not Spider Man, it's gonna be a fighting game. Well, well, it's like Spider Man, um, all the Spider Man games actually, and. The Batman, the recent Batman games, they're all really good. Like, mm-hmm. Those are the type of games I want to see. Story-driven, you know, experiences. So maybe... But this kind of stuff with the DC Marvel, with their... with What, what was it? Just... just uh, Joey, it was like... Is it loot-based or what would what, you say? I'm... They're, they're loot. I know Avengers for sure is loot-based. Okay, yeah, like that the, kind of the... stuff... Uh, just not into it. I mean, it's, it's going to be yeah. successful. Because, because for some it's, reason, people well, because of Avengers, right? Um, it's yeah. it's like a reskin. Like, oh wow, you put comic book heroes now. It's but it's just a loot based game. Like just yeah. like all the other games. Like, yeah. I don't know. People like it. People eat it yeah, up, and it makes a lot of money. I, so that's the way things are gonna go. Unfortunately, I think I think where these games find their success is in their like, and I don't mean this to like talk yeah. down about it but like in their mindlessness mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah. i haven't actually gotten a chance to play avengers yet but like i've seen previews of it um and people have said this and just like watching it i've kind of gotten this impression but like it just kind of looks like a mindless beat em up you know yeah, what yeah. i mean and all the characters yeah they all kind of look the same Mm-hmm. Not, they don't look the same, but they kind of look like they play the same, right? You're kind of yeah. just mashing face buttons and hitting things and every once in a while doing an ability. And, like, that ability is going to kind of add some flair to the combat. Yeah. Like, visually. But visually, but, like, effectively, yeah. it's all the same gameplay. Yeah, like, I, um, I think I was watching a Thor and Iron Man gameplay, and it was exactly the same, except the, he, he had... Thor hands or Iron Man hands. He's still like shooting projectiles. <laughs> his hammer. Uh, Iron yeah. Man was still shooting projectiles. Yeah. His lasers. So it's like and it's the same thing. For me, the, those types of games, uh, they need to like excel in one or in either one of two categories, right? And we're talking about like loot-driven games, right? So it has to either have really good combat. And if the combat is really good, then the loot can kind of be boring, right? The loot can kind of just be numbers. Mm-hmm. If you don't have very good combat, then I think the game needs to have really interesting loot mechanics, right? We're talking like Diablo, right? Or like all of those top-down types of RPGs, right? Effectively, yeah. all you're doing is you're clicking and you're clicking on things and things happen, right? But the fun comes from the types of like legendary equipment that you can find and the way that those pieces of equipment augment your abilities and allow you to play the game in radically different ways right yeah yeah and destiny for me is a game that falls right in the middle where the gameplay is just not quite good enough 
to i mean like it's good right like destiny is a good competent shooter but like at the end of the day it's a, it's a shooter you're just pointing yeah. at heads and clicking on them right same thing and there's a lot of shooters again. and the loot just isn't interesting enough you can't augment your character in interesting enough ways to make that part of the gameplay interesting and i feel like this avengers game is going to fall into the same trap of the Mm -hmm. gameplay not being interesting enough but the loot also not being interesting enough right or like an example of the counter is monster hunter for me i think the loot monster hunter is kind of boring Right, because it's kind of just like different skins of the same weapon type, and uh, Fantasy Star is kind of the same way, right? But for me, those, and particularly Monster Hunter, has Monster Hunter has such good combat, right? It's so tight and consistent, and it just feels like you're like in a dance with the monsters if you're good at it, and it's just fun to play, right? So the like the building of the loot is just a reason to play the combat. And yeah, like I said, I feel like Avengers is going to fall into this trap where it doesn't meet any side. Right? It doesn't excel in any category, so it ends up just kind of being dull and boring. And Suicide Squad will probably end up in the same camp. Um, And I feel like it's because they're adverse to risk. I feel like... They don't want to make the gameplay too complicated because that's not palatable for everybody's odd, like everybody's tastes. And they don't want to make the loot too intricate because then if like the loot gets too crazy, builds become too crazy and that's too dense for uh, mainstream audiences, I suppose. Right. So they end up making it bland, but palatable to the most amount of tongues. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the pictures of the Avengers characters games. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm just so used to the, the movie Avengers uh, actors. But That's also... Like, like cheap knockoff, like like almost like a porn <laughs> like spoof yeah. of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's something like off you, about the characters. You're like in a cheap like side store and it's like, uh, like a knockoff uh, action yeah. figure pack of like... This the isn't what I paid it's for. Like, yeah, it looks like Captain America, but it's not, you know, Chris Evans. It's his cousin. Yeah. Um, it's like a and yeah, I don't know about you. Well, obviously, like you're saying it, and um, I, I wonder if they like. They're falling into this other trap of trying to differentiate themselves from the movie franchise, right. but not differentiating themselves enough from the movie franchise. Yeah. Like, yeah. it looks just enough like MCU, mm-hmm. but not enough that like, it is like, MCU. What is your intention? Do you want to break away, yeah. or are you trying it's to like, tie it in? Like, I feel like it because they're writing that line book. so much. Yeah. I think, uh. and maybe it has to do with, like, the different angles, but, like, I feel like the uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance series did a good job of this. Yeah. Of, like, making uh, those characters, and maybe it's because of the art style being a little bit more cartoony. Yeah. Um, but you know, and maybe again, it has like a lot more heroes in it. Whereas Marvel's Avengers is very focused around the kind of main set that you see in the movies. Um, so yeah, you know, I don't know about this one. I think it's a. It'll be interesting to see how it does. I think it will. I think it will probably financially do good, 
but mm -hmm. we'll see how it ends up doing critically. Because comic comic book stuff is in vogue right now, so yeah, still is for real. And then it only makes sense. Will Suicide Squad be able to compete? Right? Oh, because it's like that's true. Nobody likes the move the movie, <laughs> yeah. right? Like Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad Squids. movie. Suic yeah, Squid. Suicide Squids. Yeah, Suicide Squids. That could be a movie. Ooh. Do a treatment for that. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad, the like movie was bad. Well, right, I think everybody can agree that it was bad. Right? Hopefully, James Gunn will turn that around. Yeah, we'll we'll see. See. Maybe James Gunn does. Um, so people have some rev like, um, like some people like Harley Quinn. That's kind of like the one character, right? And yeah. um, maybe not some. I think most people like Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. Um, and there was recently the animated series that was very successful. People really liked oh, that. And there's right? like a really edgy one with like lots of cussing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like if you integrate characters from that into it, right? Yeah. Like if we get the like characters from that animated show instead of the ones we got from the movie, I think that they'll be the they'll have they'll already be off to a better start. Yeah, in terms I think of Warner getting Brothers, people on board. Yeah, if they do a more mature right. take on. If game. we get King Shark, King right, Shark. then people are on board. People but... chomp down on that gameplay. <laughs> but I don't know. It's weird. It just seems weird for them to choose to do Suicide Squad rather than, like, Justice League Justice for League. their... Yeah, after Suicide Squad tanks so hard. Yeah. Well, that's why I think they're going for that kind of darker, edgier, like what you can't do with Superman or... Superman. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Superman's the only one you can't really. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it because I enjoyed Suicide Squad. It was just a very long soundtrack to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you just like I turn like off your soundtrack. brain, it's an okay turn ride. Turn off the brain and then look at it as a hey, this is just an action movie. This, this is, is a really not long... related to DC at mm -hmm. all. <laughs> a long music video. Hey, or you can just watch yeah. a good action movie. You know what, <laughs> John? <laughs> don't ruin my vibes. Oh, okay. Suicide Squad would be better if there was just no dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, a soundtrack the entire time. Yeah. That's that's exactly um, it. And that's what it was to me. I didn't there was a there was a story. Pretty picture. There was an there was an attempt at a story. But yeah, I don't know. I think this is an interesting play on Warner Brothers part. I think maybe it's like I said, they might have known that Marvel was doing Avengers, so they intentionally tried to differentiate it by going with like the villain route. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But <laughs> I you like... know, I think there's going to be a lot of people who are like, "I wish I was playing as Batman." I like right. how um, so. DC is like, "Oh, Marvel's doing this, eh, let's do it," and then, "Hey, we're doing their idea, or that's our idea," <laughs> and then we don't know who yeah. did it first. <laughs> Your idea, that's our idea. Yeah. Yeah. Anything you're just, you're doing, we're gonna do too. Just just deal with it. Okay. Oh, and I have we'll... one more thing to add. Oh, go for it. Oh, jeez. Uh, so the thing I was talking about for the voice actor thing, it's called effort uh session where they make grunts and stuff, oh, okay. and they throw it in between for like games oh, and animes. And was stuff. it something along the lines of ah? Oh, there yeah, it is. Yep, like, that's it. Yeah, different ah. versions of that. Yeah. No, no, the first one. Ah. There you go. All right, there you go. All right, okay. that, so, that was for anyone that watched the Assassin's Creed stuff. 
We'll quickly get to the other game that they're set to reveal at the DC event, and that is Gotham Knights. <gasps> Gotham. Um, I believe this is being done by the team that did uh, Arkham Origins. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. WB Montreal, I think. That sounds anyway. about right. Uh, yeah, so they've been kind of teasing this for a while. They've been like teasing some like Court of Owls stuff, which will presumably be in the game. Um, but yeah, so we're getting another kind of like Arkham style game in addition to this. Um, they, well, that's they good. Hey, uh, you know, have you guys seen Bat Metal before? I'm assuming y'all have. Bat Metal. Yeah, no. it's. They essentially take uh, Death Clock Uh-oh. songs and put like make a music video of Batman to the Death Clock songs. But anywho, I just want them to make a game. I mean, like they made a stupid game out of that, but I want them to make like a real Batman game out of it, where he's running around like teabagging people and just what? being like, <laughs> and like no one knows what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm sorry. Side tangent. I just, okay. I really want that with my life. Uh, Go ahead, Joey. All right. All right. Is there anything okay. that I, I put anybody that wants to say before we close out this topic and move on to the next one? Okay. Uh, I'm actually nope. intrigued to try this again. Maybe this will this will be a uh, a playthrough. John, you need to play this one, Wait, and I one? need to uh, commentate on it. Gotham Knights. Oh uh, yeah, I, 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 the oh Batman God. games. I mean, I haven't played all of them. I just played like bits and pieces of them. I, but I really enjoyed like them. We need to do that just so we can play Batman and Robin. Okay. Oh and wow! You could just do say the dumbest shit as Batman. Yeah. So, uh, keep an eye out for that, folks. That might oh, be an interesting wow, YouTube dudes. video. Can I be? Can I be the Commissioner Gordon? Be Catwoman. We Which need Catwoman. one? What? He, be, he say, <laughs> oh, meow. meow. <laughs> oh meow! Okay, go go go, John. Go 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 ahead. All right. So, people probably already know, but Fortnite has been removed from the App Store and the Google Play Store for violating terms of service. Basically, they allowed players to purchase microtransactions directly through the client and not through the app store and the play store, uh, which prompted them to get removed from the services. Uh, Holy cow. Epic immediately hit both with a lawsuit and uh, they're going to court. Wow. Not without... A great insult to Apple's history. If you guys remember, they uh, Apple made a video of 1984, uh, kind of like uh, countering the whole big boy at the time, which was IBM. And now Epic Games did the same thing using the same format. With a unicorn hammer. Instead. Yes, with, with their number one mascot uh, skin. And... Uh, pulled an apple to apple because apple has become the very thing that they used yeah, to despise fighting against yeah, yeah. i so, don't know uh, hats off to the to them for that i don't know if it's the cynic in me but i'm like 
I can't get on Epic side. I'm like, I'm not on Apple yeah. side, but I can't get on Epic side with this stuff either. Cause it's yeah. like, it's just two mega corporations yelling at each other money. about yeah. how they can make more money than the other yeah. one. Yeah. Like how they can somehow rig it in either one's favor to make more money. So mm. it's like, like I see like yeah the the parody of the like um apple videos like cute or whatever but i find it super disingenuous because it's like hey consumer that we're trying to take the money out of your wallet of get on our side so we make more of your money yeah yeah you see but at the same time so it's like uh, i just i understand the the problem with the apple store and like their cut and stuff and i'm not saying that like this isn't uh i'm not saying that apple didn't have this coming but like this idea of like epic being the heroes that the consumers deserve is super gross yeah i mean i i i i totally agree with you but um i think there's more at, at stake than just Epic, Epic Games making more game. money because, like, it's been a huge complaint for a long time that Apple has been gouging the developers of uh, uh, for mobile games and stuff like that. So uh, it just no, so happens that, that App or Epic has the funds, the the disposable funds to actually do something about it and bring to light the fact that thirty percent. Uh, uh, cut for Apple just hosting things is not a great deal. That's free money. Free money. They yeah. Need more money. Well, uh, so I just watched the video you posted where it's a side by side comparison. First off, like that, the I mean, like I know it's not like genius or anything. They kind of just copied the same thing but with their own characters. But like, I I. It made me feel something. I was just like, "Oh wow, that oh snap, that be fighting words right there." But I mean, like it's cinematically designed to make you feel something, right? Like the original Apple ad was designed to make you feel something. It's just like media manipulation. I mean, no, but like that was their big thing. That was like Apple's like, "Oh my god," thing. Like this, this is a memorable thing in history. This is them smashing the big company and saying no, you can't do this anymore. And I see where you're coming from now, Joey, thinking about that, because it's just like you have a big company smashing a big company. Like, what? Well, if you put it in perspective, Apple's still like... like They're still bigger. 20 but, levels ahead of them. But, it, I mean, it, it's it's ironic and, and funny to me. Yeah, but they, I see what they're doing, and I think they did it yeah. well. It's Gar- just it depends on what side of the fence you're on. Yeah, Garrick's right in the sense that Apple has power that Epic doesn't in the sense that they're a platform holder who is able to gatekeep the platform and in like basically dictate how much of revenue somebody gets if they want to be on their store. Yeah. Um, And I obviously like, I don't know exactly the goings on or like rates at Apple, but theoretically they could vary how much they give. Right, they could like give different companies different cuts. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Honestly, 
like if Apple reduced their their cut to like even ten percent, they would still be making bank. Like, well, yeah, they, especially off of Fortnite. Yeah. And see, this was a giant kick to the balls for people with Android because up until I think like the end of last year, you couldn't even get Fortnite through yeah. the the Play Store. You had to go to Epic's. Uh, site download a separate pack that downloaded into your phone like a normal file that your phone would think like hey this is a virus and then open that download it to your phone as a separate game that had nothing to do with google and then load it in and update it through a separate launcher that sounds like uh sounds like you yeah you that was a personal experience (laughs) no but i'm just saying like there was a lot like you, to it, was, but it's just... yeah that was very descriptive pj <laughs> like a step no, I by step of what whole, you I experienced <laughs> i went through the whole thing and it was a pain in the ass but like it's funny to me that like that whole process was there and people would do it and it's just like okay but then google goes through all the trouble to get them involved google i'm not talking to you please leave oh, me no. alone Uh, It goes through all the trouble to acquire the rights to having or like porting the game into their store to make it easier for people to do it and, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden they or or you can buy the Samsung Galaxy with with Fortnite pre-installed. Wow. Sure. But But, um, then they jump on this bandwagon with Apple. Okay. Just just to like screw that over. Now, like, I, why even go through the trouble of that then? But we do bring up good, like some point of how this is like potentially like winnable from the platform holder side, right? So particularly with Google, they can just be like, "Hey, we're not gatekeeping you from playing it on our phones. We're just not letting you get it through our store." Yeah. Right? But like, how about the you, Apple users? Right. So Apple is different, right? Apple yeah, is yeah. you have to go through the store. Now, the like hardcore capitalist would be if you don't want access or if you want access to that uh, install base, you need to play by the company of the install base's rules. Yeah. But the only issue is that you essentially have two choices android or the google play store or the apple app store and that's where we have issues not really because that's what joey's saying right now with apple yes there are no workarounds because they just shut everything off to people and people are okay with that because when you buy an apple product you're buying it for ease of use not for the ability to mod it's still the principle of the thing pj the whole principle is that like if if you're going to be like gatekeeping at that certain point, like, okay, so Google aside, yes, I heard that point. But if you're going to be gatekeeping and holding the keys to like who, how much money I make or how much money they make as well, it's not, it's not going to fly. Like, especially for those smaller people, developers that can't handle a 30% cut. Like, um, and like, to segue into the next subtopic of this, the whole Apple retaliation, I think Joey, you should ex- like ex- like explain this really quick, so uh, we can so, expand on this. On yeah. this. So the basics of it is uh, Apple furthered their ban on Epic to uh, encapsulate all of their stuff. So this includes the Unreal Engine, right? 
And this means that even like third parties who are not affiliated with Epic but are using the Unreal Engine will not be allowed on the uh, Apple Store because just, they're using a banned platform. Yeah, like this is where I really have an me. issue. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. this is like, yeah, this is ridiculous. This is proof of what this is a this is the main reason. Like who care like Epic can't like Epic cares about Fortnite, but they don't care enough about like what the whole premise, the whole premise, uh, principle of uh going against Apple is, and this is exactly it. Apple, because like Joey said, is the platform holder. They hold all the cards, they can pull whatever they want because they don't like you. And then everybody suffers. And that's why they're going to court because they want to stop this from happening. Apple has too much control and everybody's going to suffer because it's pretty much a monopoly for Apple. But again, to play the devil's advocate capitalist side of this, if Apple keeps doing this type of stuff and eventually hurts their brand so much, people are going to stop buying Apple products, right? Like they will move from yeah. Apple products to other products that have the content that they want. Yeah, but at the same time, uh, to agree with Joey, this is a very isolated. Gaming is a very big part of the mobile scene, but it's not the only part. Um, so I feel like gaming's lesser though. I feel like the market for gaming on mobile is it's there, but it's, it's not huge. there in the Western yeah. world. That's what I yeah. That's what exactly what I I heard an echo. Uh, well, it's, but, it's big, but they're not going to go out of, the, out of the way to, like, you know. Like, right. Yeah. Shoot, that's that's what I'm trying but, to make the point of. So so this is supposed to set a precedent. If Apple wins, the status quo is maintained. If Epic wins, things are going to change possibly for the better because how we this is going I think it's going to be. Yeah, this has been going I on for it. years. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to just be basically like Epic's like, okay, we're cool again. We're best friends. And then they're just yeah. both making money again. Yeah. That's all that's going to happen. That's pretty much, yeah. I, they're going to yeah. all make money. It's not going to improve anything. All the third-party developers, the small indie game developers are still going to get <laughs> and screwed over by the, the like Apple and Google because like that's unfortunately that it is you have to be seen before you have any power epic went through this when they first came out too they had to take from microsoft for a while like it just is what it is Mm -hmm. now that they have their own developer they have the ability to do that you know like it sucks but that's the way that this that the capitalist society works you have to deal with getting so much taken away from you and being the workhorse and the pawn for someone that thinks you're useful, I guess is the best way to put it, um, in order to I, get anywhere. I think it's the also, I think it's also the publicity that the fact that I don't think normal lay people aren't like uh, understanding of what developers are going through to develop in in, in app. For the app store and google play store like this is like this is opening up like pandora's box per se because the more publicity there is i think the better well like, for sure it's gonna important for this it's expose apple per se like make awareness go up but the only thing that's going to make a true change has nothing to do with two giant industries. It's going to have to do with multiple smaller companies coming together and saying, 
we're not doing this anymore. Well, and then also, like Joey said, it could be the consumer choice, but well, it's crazy. Like people, Apple users are crazy because they're willing to like buy expensive products. Well, and this and is coming from a person that was an Apple user for multiple years to too. And I feel like anyone that gets out yeah, of but, Apple like cult gets that mentality yeah. where they're just like, why was I <laughs> doing at, this for so long? At the, no, no, no. At the same time, like I liked Apple because I had like I just had it, so might as well stick with it. And I stuck with it longer than most people mm. because I, didn't I feel like you feel like I needed to change my phone. Than most people that have the ability to understand the phone beyond it's just pressing buttons. And that's that's your yeah. And on top of that, I never I never so, gave in to the whole app store issue because I never really spent any money in the app store. So I was like excluded from this conversation. Exactly. I, I will say that I was my, gonna my... say I have an Apple phone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh no! I what it does okay. what I need it to do, uh, my, and my I experience... get the older models and I don't update them because <laughs> what do I need it to do? Oh yeah, that's that's well. I need exactly. it to browse the web. Yeah, that's fine. Can it run Pokemon Go? Usually, yeah. yes. I have a good enough model that it'll probably be able to run Pokemon Go for a long time. You're like right? me, Joey. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, like there's no, I, it's not like you don't have to be the stupid people that upgrade every year. Like and like I recognize that there's more you can do with an Android device. But I don't personally feel like I need any of that stuff, and, that's, and I'm fine yeah, with having this more locked basic, down and that's fine. platform. That is, there's more nothing wrong reliable. with that. Because that's the other thing is, like my person, like, and again, this is like me not using Android products and me only like hearing other people. But like, a lot of people, like I've encountered who have Android products, complain about like them being slow I, or but the I hear that UI messing Apple up too. constantly and stuff that like that. Apple. The UI does mess up. There yeah, is a lot of bugs because of like the openness of the platform for sure. Like Apple is much more polished, yeah, but Apple has that same issue where people say it like slows down massively. And the thing with Apple is they do put bloatware like but where your the, previous update stays and it continues to build on itself to take up space. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So that's the thing, right? You meant you notice how I mentioned that I don't update my phone. Right. So yeah. it's like either hello you don't it, do it like you do and be like okay, I just deal with whatever functions I have. That's the thing is pl- people people constantly update their phones right to yeah. the newest iOS model. Yeah. The layman's going to see update. I'm going to update yeah, my and phone. Gonna do it. Yeah. Without realizing that, like, oh, this is bumping it up into a state where my phone isn't capable of running it. It's going to work harder. Right? Like, yeah. the, new, the new software update is designed for their new model of but, phone. But I'm going to yeah. download it anyway on my inferior model of phone. Oh, my mm-hmm. phone's slow and bad now. But what the hell, But the Apple? thing with that, though, Joey, is Apple does make it so – there's certain things and maybe this doesn't affect you because you like you said you use your phone for pokemon and calling that's the thing but with your big brain other people well, like if like, they want to get a new oh, app go ahead. like a new game that just came out on their phone and it says okay requires apple ios blah 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 or whatever like it requires you to update to those and then so you're automatically cut out from it so you have to get the update and then your phone fucks up so 
Just don't get or it. Just don't play mobile games. Yeah. But some yeah. people See, live off always, of their that's phone. Always I do. I, like, I wasn't before, yeah. but now that, like, I, I work more often and I'll, I am out more often than I used to be when I was in college or high school, I do rely on my phone a hell of a lot more. I actually bought a phone and invested in a phone that I can use on a daily basis that does everything I need it to and has almost as much power as my computer. So that that's the first time I can actually say that I've done that. And I'm happy I did that. It was worth the investment. But I would never do that with an Apple phone. Paying the same price for the phone that I bought as an Apple phone to me is ludicrous because then I can't do the updates. I like having the newest update. I love being able to get new features out of my phone after I buy it. Yeah, but... Joey's reason, like, what Joey does is an extreme thing. But most people don't do that. You can still upgrade, you can still upgrade several patches later and still not feel the effects of, like, uh, bogging down because it's more You can upgrade uh, until the new iOS comes out. It's, it's just, it's both. It's both both uh platforms like it's not just apple it's like you said it's also android there's a give and take for both yes that's the takeaway i just i don't i've had both apple products and android now and i had microsoft so i can even throw that into the mix microsoft was a train wreck and a half so i will say apple's better than that's what i'm saying so it's like it's not this like one-sided like like people try to make it out to be like you have the fanboys on the other side that are like this is the one you're stupid for using that everything I, about it is bad i don't bah, 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 play bah, that bah. side when of really it. it's it's more no, it than that. yeah no that's what i'm saying you're saying you're giving the reasons that you like the android product and i'm giving the reasons why i'm fine right. using my apple thing product with computers like yeah. microsoft versus macintosh my dad has had exactly i would never yeah, buy an apple it, computer. It, it, there's obvious reasons to that but my dad uses my old apple laptop that i got for college and he still uses it to this day he can't upgrade it anymore and it's slow as all hell but it's perfect for him because it's simple versus oh, microsoft where he's going to run into all these issues and he has to get constant updates and just like there's just too much for him and so that's a good computer for him but I could never use an Apple product or Apple computer, period. Like, I know how to, and I've done it, but. I, yeah, you, yeah it's, it's okay school. for art. Um, but I, I never got how people were saying it's, it's it, user it friendly. Because like there was some mm-hmm. stuff I had to Google. I'm like, what? Like, it's a, a, again, it's like a, a layman I, person would not know how to do this. I, know. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe like, that's. Our perspective of, of yeah. like yeah. growing up on Windows products, yeah. yeah. So like we just know and like things it's are just different on yeah. Like it's it's the almost Apple. like learning a, a, um, an opposite language, like Japanese compared to English. It, everything's kind of like you say the sentence backwards, and it's the same thing with Apple. I feel like the mentality's backwards. Yeah. Maybe the UI is prettier. It's I guess. clean. That's the only thing I can say about. I've Apple. heard that a lot. It's clean. A, a, a lot of like i've literally heard people say that like yeah. i prefer apple products because the ui is prettier and it helps me be more creative yeah and it's like, it's uh, like I, I took a design I, yeah i took a design course 
and one of the design for, for uh, I forgot who it was, but one of the designers of the UI for Apple said that they want everything to be two clicks away, which I think Apple does pretty well for simple things. But once you want to do something more complicated, it is right. so convoluted. That's to get the biggest thing. Like, just to reset a, a product, why? you have to go through hell. Like you have to go plug your thing into your fucking computer. Yeah. You have to sign into your account. You have to get mm-hmm. like you have to hold down two specific buttons. Mm-hmm. You have to reset that. Whereas with the resetting mm-hmm. a device for Android or for Microsoft, you just go to reset to factory default. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's like that so you don't have laypersons just going yeah, and accidentally resetting yeah. their computer. Yeah, but it shouldn't be 20 well, steps. That's one feature, but there's other features that, like, being able to just transfer files from oh, your God. phone uh, to your computer and vice versa, oh, I think that's what that I was is to do. amazing. Like, and that's like what that's one of the main features of why I was like racking my head. Should I upgrade to the next iPhone or should I upgrade and jump to Android? Because I was iPhone for like it many years. It was horrifying already, having so to transfer. I was like afraid files. of changing. I remember that now that you bring that up. <laughs> yeah, no, I will agree with you, Garrick. That is maybe like the main it, it's annoyance. A you have to do of, everything like, through Apple iTunes, especially you... use weird file types. Yeah, especially what I do with like, uh, in terms of like being a creative, I would say is I can do stuff on my computer and edit files as I need and upload it and and makes it easier to upload on Instagram for marketing purposes and stuff. Like, it's crazy. Like, why why do you have to make it so hard, Apple? So I guess like, like the whole gist of it is like we've touched upon it again and again is apple is meant for people who just need a phone to work and the the ui to work as intended for simple uses and to get to it's apps not, and... it's not simple enough my mom though oh no <laughs> i oh, feel like it's the same thing my mom I, has well, an ipad and goes through the same i think issue. she would <laughs> she would have a harder time with android That's maybe true. Yeah, you I, think? I, give... I feel like if it would be yeah. the same issue. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah. It, it's be the same issue. It seems but like... at least at least for an Android, I'll know where to click on the menu. You have but to learn Apple, a separate like, whole okay, device for your mom things. specifically because you're yeah. never going to use yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, it seems like in the end, both... At least both, you have the excuse to uh, okay, I don't um, use that, so I have no idea. And then she has to call customer support. <laughs> that's... <laughs> like, both OSs seem to, like kind of work off of each other in terms of like usability now like yeah. and I, I if i remember android used to be a little clunky in terms of yeah. the u- user experience but it, like it's nice it's nice well, now, now for android so. like i can search the function i want so, like if i like how do i yeah. do clock? oh yeah uh, i just search clock and then the apple clock doesn't have that yeah, what Apple's the heck? I have to like remember where it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other thing too is that like with android devices you're getting a bunch of different types or a, di- right, a yeah. bunch of different products from a different a bunch oh, of different yeah. manufacturers they're just on one you know like software infrastructure it, yeah. so yeah. whereas like apple products right. are apple products yeah so like you yeah android devices you kind of have like a wide variance where it's like yeah the samsung yeah. stuff are, is like good and known for being good and yeah. i think and the I think google stuff why... is good but some yeah. of the other stuff is like hit or miss yeah, and that's why Apple's more reliable and more functional. It's just because they're designed specifically for these right. two phone models. Right, and once models you know how to work out. Apple, you know how to work yeah. Apple. The thing I will say is yeah. that I feel like 
exactly. Android and the Android like third parties are getting closer and closer to the sleek, pretty design that Apple has. So it's getting to a point where it's like you're not picking it for design choices anymore. You're picking it because it's either yeah. you're you've been with Apple forever or because it's slightly easier to a newcomer. Mm-hmm. Or bring back that aux yeah. input, you mm-hmm. stupid Samsung. Yeah. No, I, that's a yeah. <laughs> I, I really <laughs> hate not having the aux. Oh, golly. I mean, not enough that like on this like obviously I have my Apple phone. Like it's not that big of a deal that I it's an, it's feel the need to go me. buy a different phone. My next but, like, phone will not be Samsung. No, yeah, like I want that like aux input. <laughs> I think they're one of the few that still oh, God, they do so phones. Wait, they, they, they do, do phones? nice phones actually. I almost bought the, the Zenfone uh, Seven oh, over wow. my uh, OnePlus. Actually, that was my secondary choice. Wow! But it did have an oh, aux cool. cable, and it has wow. like over fifty hours of battery life. Ooh. So I'll throw that Ooh, out there. Uh, but hmm. anywho, uh, tempting. Yeah, we definitely talked about phones, about phones excessively. <laughs> I literally spent what over two hundred hours well, watching oh. phone stuff. Uh, before I bought my phone. So, um, yeah. Any who's nice. Do we have any last words for Apple the whole big dumb, epic? Uh, uh, epic. Uh, I, I hope you win this battle and ch- something changes, but at the same time, I don't think that's going to happen. And then, uh, well, uh, yeah, Google, why are you just jumping on the, the bandwagon? Th- those are my final statements. Yeah. You're better than this. Well, Google, that's because mm-hmm. they, they, they did, they, no, they broke, they broke contracts. They so technically broke sense. their TIS yeah. too, yeah. yeah. They have so to. It makes sense it's why like, they have to. It. Now we have to pull yeah. out the belt. But, <laughs> well, so, how, so, do you think, this is a real quick question, uh, probably will go on, but uh, do you think whatever happens, like, will Google follow suit? Like, no. let's say Apple Google's loses, just, will Google change their No, I think Google's just going to do what they did and Google. slap them on the wrist and... Well, because it sets... Also, Google... Well, it will set a precedence is what I'm trying to say. If Apple loses and Epic wins, what what's to stop Epic from okay, suing so here's Google the for the same thing? If Epic does something. Here's the thing. Here's what I actually think will probably end up happening. Go on. Google's going to win their case and Apple's going to lose it. And the okay. precedent is going to be set that Apple has to allow like side loading of apps on their phone. Yeah. Nice. Right. So that it's not yeah, this they, they need an garden. option. Right. Because Google technically can you say, can do it any way you hey, want, man. <laughs> you can play this on our phone. Like, yeah, That's there's true. kind of this other convoluted but way to do it. And it's you. a pain in the ass. Or making but we're not it blocking impossible. it. Right. Whereas yeah. a- Apple, right. Apple is actively to... blocking. The software from being on the the platform. Which voids the warranty in order for you to be able to download alternative apps outside of the App Store. So it's just like they legit tell you either you break our rules or you play by them. And if you break our rules, you can never, Mm -hmm. your phone's screwed. So it's shitty. Um, I like it. But, I think I, I think I agree with your conclusion. Basically, the overall situation is, uh, Apple is mommy yelling at the kid and they're going back and forth and dad was just like, you should listen to your mother and then walks into the other room and Apple's still screaming at, at Epic, the kid. And that's what basically oh, is happening right now. That's that's <laughs> the situation. It's mommy and daddy mm. and 
dad just walked kid. out and said his piece, and now it's just like, okay, dad? well, it will get resolved eventually, mom? and dad and son will be cool, and then later on they'll just be sitting in the other room, and it's like, why does mom have to do that? And Google's just going to be like, you know what? Your mom's crazy. That's why I married her. And then the, <laughs> the kid's just going to walk out of the room. <laughs> Let's go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can, can we get a moment on. of silence for for all the the kids that uh, uh can't update okay. their Fortnite on all their mobile phones? Oh no! Right now? Rip. Okay, moment okay. of silence, quickly. Also, okay, that's it. Okay, that was a that was a terrible analogy. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was absolutely yeah. I, I I struggled really hard to follow PJ. I, was, I don't know who is who, <laughs> but or it's okay. How it's linked in like, any way? Where's the stepbrother in this? Step like, what in what's there? happening? Not even that. You know. I don't want to dive into it. <laughs> Just know that it is bad. In the comments, please analogies. tell me that you yeah. understood this. If you didn't understand it, let's have a discussion and figure out why this was bad. My 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 final thoughts uh, are are you're just gonna get screwed by a big corporation I, anyways. Yes. Consumers are gonna are are, are, daddy's are, gonna are watch. in pain and struggling. Yes. <laughs> okay, wait, no. We no. Before we move on, I have what, who, what's who happening? Is, who, who is daddy in this situation? Daddy I'm is dead. Google. Dad? Mommy is Apple. And Epic He's is Google. the child. How? Go- Why? Wait, so that means Google Why? and Apple How? are I, Okay, phony? I'm basing this... Ooh, I, okay, I'm basing They're in this cahoots. Off, like, my personal experiences in my family. I, so if, if it goes in a different direction <laughs> where it's like... The dad is the one that always yells, and the mom is kind of like, "Listen to your father." Fine, however, what way you want to take it. But there's the one parent that's mm-hmm. the authorita, and then there's the one parent that just nods their head and goes, "Fine," and then the what child has to deal with yeah. it. I, I, uh, you can, sure. I think nice I try. can think of like a what? billion better analogies yes. than this. You know what? Yeah. Move on. Tell us. Give it. it, it give instead of what PJ analogy. said in the comments, tell us a better a better analogy than what PJ said. Okay. <laughs> All right. Happening? Let's let's move on. Oh, okay. So uh, our last bit of the show sounds exasperated. Oh, wow. Was the announcement that. <laughs> You Sorry. exasperated Stop him. Yeah, poor Joey. Sean and I are here just going for the ride, too. I'm just going for the ride, yeah. All right, Joey. Take it away. Okay. So uh, this is reported over on Eurogamer. Poland will be adding the video game This War of Mine to uh, school reading lists. Whoa. Wait, wait so a minute. Hold on. Like that's, many... not a, that's not a book. Silly right. Goose, that's yeah. a game. So it's going to be part of mandatory school curriculum. Oh, wait, mandatory. Well, no, it'll probably be well, a list of options. List. Well, I maybe be not. like, you know, yeah, you like, might be right. Like you can uh, and Frank 1984 or, or 1984 or play this video game, yeah. and everyone's going to play I'm the video game because yeah. why the hell okay. would you not? Okay, yeah. So it's going to be on the country's list of recommended books okay, okay. for cool, students cool, cool. studying sociology, ethics. Philosophy. How are you going to write a history. report about that? Yeah, though. Like uh, and school? I went to level seven and I threw the grenade over the wall. <laughs> and, uh, well, PJ, if you knew that... anything about the game, I don't think it's that know, you know, it's yeah. not like okay. that type yeah, of game. Obviously, that was a little bit of a bit. Okay. I'm just making a point. <laughs> it's more like. It's more like two of our people went out to get supplies and came back and they both got shot, but we only have one tourniquet. Who are we going to save? Oh god, it's like so much like real life, right? Like, and I think that's why it's being added because it's not so is just this a high a, school like, level thing. 
you know, fun war game. No, it sounds like a college okay. level thing. Oh, okay. Because right? they specifically say like studying sociology, ethics, philosophy, well, who knows? history. It's, it's European. It, no, you might right. Yeah, it could be like it's like the uh, American education system doesn't care about you know ethics, so yeah. I don't have it in high school. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Like Seems here in high school, right like uh, the kind of extra curricular classes are like so home ec. It has or like gym, yeah, and there gym. it could be like <laughs> philosophy or like the history so of European the culture. Yeah, we over the age of eighteen, shit. so that leads me to believe senior year of high school or uh, college level. Or yeah. college level. College, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this also reminds me of like uh, back in the day we had computer lab and <gasps> yeah, Oregon Trail. Trail and stuff. Oregon Trail, man. All these they, other Mavis games. Beacon for the type. Like it was an excuse. Yeah. To, like they were semi-educational. Some of and. Some of them weren't even educational at all, but well, and it like it it teaches you something about the time, right? So like I think Oregon Trail is a really good example because like you it's like yeah, it's like impossible to get uh, to it's impossible to get to the West Coast without losing somebody. Yeah, like it's so hard, right, to make that journey in the game that like you understand that like this was a like sacrifice yeah or a, like potential sacrifice that these Especially people are as a making third grader, you're like, and it, it puts into context how much like moving west mattered to these people yeah. right like the prospect of like the new frontier right yeah um and like in the context of this this might be able to give people a context to what civilian life is like in a war-torn setting right mm-hmm. Yeah, especially yeah. coming like as a person like that comes from a country of privilege, which we don't really experience these like, yeah, environments or lifestyles. I think that's like yeah, like an well, ethics class where you have to deal with those hard choices by playing yeah. a video game. Because if you consider like Poland, I think Poland is a great choice because the farther you get from World War Two and the terrible experiences that they had to go through the less relatable it is for the newest generation. So they're just trying to experiment and find ways to connect with, with the students while also uh, teaching them to show a little empathy for the generations that came before them. And and I think that's a good note because like, I, I've said it multiple times. I feel like the educational system is old and rustic at this point. And there's, so many more ways that we can okay. like begin to thing. approach it in a better light to get people to understand it. and this is definitely that step forward um i i mean yeah. like i'm still kind of in the the side of struggling to understand a thousand percent how this fits into the schooling system but i'm glad to see that it's like it's there oh you sound like oh, a but, great yeah. It's a good it's a good attempt and I it, think it, it might work. It's it just I get it and I understand what they're trying to to point out like, you know, management like you're saying management systems putting people into a mindset of like uh you know, what it was like in war, being a, being leader, a leader, like all these things. But it still kind of feels a little shoehorned into me. I'm not going to say a thousand percent, but it yeah. it feels like, you know, those Mavis, not Mavis Beacon, but those games that they sent home over the summer to keep kids mind sharp. And it was just like you do one puzzle and the rest of it was just literally playing mini games. That's kind of what it feels like at this point. But that's that first step towards something like 
that could be even better. So, but I, I'm happy with it. And, and I think yeah. this, that we will yeah. reach a point where games fully get integrated into the educational system. I think it's been potential for a really long time. Look at all the brain teaser games that we <laughs> have um, out already that people just play for fun. And yeah. those could be like teaching math and stuff and already. Why aren't we? And there's stuff like the Minecraft Educational yeah. Edition yeah. and like the... We, we did the, uh, the, the yes. software or programming and, lesson in Minecraft. Uh, Ubisoft has uh, like Educational Editions Rabbids. of the newest oh, Assassin's really? Creed games. They also have Rabbids yeah. too. Yeah, where it's, it's just... Code. Well, I don't, I don't know about that. But the uh, uh, Assassin's Creed stuff allows you to like... I think it's like free cam and it actually has like information about like the different buildings and stuff in the world. Right. Cause they put so much effort into making like one-to-one designs of the architecture of the locations back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like the educational editions, I don't know exactly what they're called, but basically they allow you to go in and get like really close looks at um, the old architecture and insight yeah. into that's impressive i like that I in really location do. i and like you could totally make a you lesson could. out of that right like oh, yeah. an eighth grade teacher teaching world history could just boot up Instead the of... assassin's creed origins just education wonder. edition and you could fly through egypt and exactly. look at stuff yeah i think instead that's what of, um instead of looking through a textbook why not yeah. make it more interactive right because uh, there was a guy called uh, Minecraft Teacher. It was like when we were in college, oh. I think. He started developing this program using Minecraft. And he would teach history, math, um, soci- sociology. Just so like in history class, he would build, like, uh, uh, recreate, like, the call team or something. And then he'll have the whole – in computer lab, he'll have the class kind of fly through and do little lessons and stuff within the Minecraft world. So it's like that kind of stuff is already kind of, like, happening. You just need the teachers that know how need to use more. that as a tool. And hopefully and that's another developing. yeah well we need well, people yeah. developing and, these but that's too. the other thing too i feel like and i'm not i'm not bashing teachers but i feel like there's a lot that <laughs> kind of just like i like my textbooks and it's like no it's safe that's your problem yeah, yeah. is it safe yeah. learn well, it well that's just once that's one side of the story too is that teachers probably lose their motivation because they're beholden by yeah. the curriculum uh, set upon by this, the government. Yeah. Whereas true teaching is you're trying to engage the student and actually have them, you're teaching them how to learn. They do the yeah. learning themselves instead of regurgitating well, what the no, textbook is No, but I've definitely heard teachers complain, and I'm not saying all teachers. Like I said, this is probably a, a minute my uh my neat group of them but i've heard teachers complain like oh i have to learn this system in order to teach the kids this system and it's just like well but you're complaining about the fact that you have to learn something when you complain about the fact that the kids don't want to learn stuff it's it's just mind-boggling to me. like why is it okay that you can don't want to learn like if you want to be an Mm -hmm. educator lead by example and I wonder if there's something to be said about, like, modern-day, like, sensibilities of children, right? I wonder if in today's, like, vastly interactive and fast-paced world, 
if the old conventional style of teaching just is an- antiquated and doesn't work, right? Like it's That's not exactly engaging enough for like, these it kids. Isn't. Right. Yeah. It, it's why even when we were kids in school, it wasn't. It was already at the yeah. point where it was so well, dead in the water. Why am I learning this it's, way? Yeah, it's always been it's been antiquated for way too long already. It's just I mean, has like, it ever been? It wasn't you know, optimal. It's, in the it's first easier place. for like yeah. it's easier for the government to hold the line because that's the because we have to give everybody ratings and numbers and stuff and that's the best way is just to not change the status quo yeah. if not they have to spend extra money on having to do uh a new rating system well, or that's... something so there's like well, much to it go ahead Jay. I was going to say, a lot of ways, like, the education system isn't designed to make kids, like, critically think about yeah. things. It's just designed no. to make them and, do tasks and, and remember and then, stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, remember stuff. And remember yeah. that like, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell? Hey, that's like, very yeah. useful. Like, notes. figure out the basics. Like, get basic education, enough that you can work in a factory effectively and yeah. instill a discipline of waking up early and doing things in a regimented way and getting things done on time. You know right? what, Joey? You hit the nail on the head because back in the day, we were heavy on manufacturing, but now we're service and tech. Yeah, and that's the thing. is We've even seen it with the past 10 years of teachers saying that there has to be a a change to more yeah, critical thinking-based teaching, system. right? Kids, yeah, because we need to make kids better at making decisions and thinking for themselves on the fly mm. to achieve, That's so achieve crazy objectives. To think about that because, like, right out of college, my experiences going into like the working field, and because I didn't, I didn't work through college. I, I mean, I worked for my parents, but like. You know, when you work for mom and dad, they take care of the problems for you. But going into work and then, like, being confronted with an issue or, like, someone getting in your face about something, it's it was so, like, surreal and scary. But then, like, now I've gone through a few jobs. I've been, like, in semi-supervisory roles. I've dealt with so many issues and, like, just stuff I'm telling my coworkers, like, you – not that you're you're being rude but you tell a person you don't ask a question you're not round about it don't say i think you tell a person this is what it is and 99 percent of the time there's no pushback and that's and it's because like you're putting all of your cards on the table and saying i'm not bullshitting you this is just what i can do and like that's something i never would have done five six years ago and that's something that i wish we had learned in school like how to address someone with respect, but at the same time, because everyone has a stigma that if you tell someone something flat out, you're being rude. And that's not the truth. The, there's much better ways of of looking at that type of situation. If you're not like bending over and kissing someone's ass, you're not giving good customer service. I don't believe that anymore. I, I know that's like ranty, but I feel like that's a, a situation that you should be taught in school. You should learn how your personal touch of cu- uh, customer service works. You should be put into those scenarios. Yeah, learn about it in general. Learn how to 
react in situations. Learn what's going to be thrown at you. Well, or more, learn how to, like, deal with interpersonal conflict with either customers or other coworkers, right? And in, Mythic, I think Mythic, from you what... naturally learn that in a school environment just to an extent because the, the point that proves against that john is people that have never worked a day of retail in their life has a have a different privileged mind they don't know how to react to people that work in retail and they think they're above those people well, not all of them but there's a good portion and, and you can because yeah. like I've, I've never re really worked true retail and it's like i but would, you've done customer I just service before everyone as like, because you've been put... What I'm saying is someone's yeah. spit on you before. Not literally. No. I'm talking about... I mean, but, this... But I, don't, I don't need someone to teach me, like, at school to yeah. not spit on people, you know? I would say like, this is more of a societal that's, question that's a societal about thing, yeah. how people are just terrible. I, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> people are just terrible. You I just prove that I people disagree. are terrible. And, like, and I think they try as much in school to teach you to be nice to the other people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, like, elementary school levels of, of okay be nice to i can people. tell you Don't right now though um, there are people that have worked in retail that are just horrible and that's just the person in general but a good portion of the time yeah. i can spot someone that either currently works in customer service or retail and someone that has prior because they're the way that they handle you is so much different they treat you with the respect they care and then i can spot yeah. instantly someone that's never done a day of retail or customer service in their lives pj i yeah it I think that has to come with experience. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there should be a it's class. Not the it's not the education's responsibility to teach you how no, to I'm do sales. No, I'm not saying that there's a, there like, should be a class that teaches you how to do sales. I mean, that that's business. So, yeah, there are classes for that. What I'm saying is there should be a humility class. Yeah. And ethics, that should be enforced choice, right? at a yeah. lower level. Ethics is taught at a high level in college. Not everyone does that. So at a lower level and maybe freshman year of high school or sophomore year or maybe even senior year, that is a requirement for you to graduate. You treat everyone with respect. And it's something that's pointed out to you because I feel like that's overlooked so very much by other people. I think hitting it freshman year would be the best because those that's the year you're being shaped into a human being. Well, yeah. it should be it should be hit like at every like grade uh oh. whatever you call it like middle also, school and then high school and college could. here's the thing you could have an ethics class every single year and it's not gonna stop no and it's not but i asshole. think it could save a lot of people that are on that middle like ground. these people are just terrible people and they're gonna well, be terrible people and there's nothing you can do about it because it's their well, nature also it depends on like the context like you they need to be in the students need to be invested in whatever they're trying to be taught to like like so and a great example would be us going to uh, a holocaust presentation uh, or presentation at the mu mu local museum is i was too young to understand like how how devastating that was and how hor horrific that uh, that event was, like during World War II, and it's and that's a great example of not being able to connect to it because they're just saying, "Hey, we're going here, 
and let's have you learn or go ahead and just listen and learn. And so that's you it. didn't have that like, connection. You're, and that's you're not interest. invested that's, in it. To me, that's when how you yeah. went there. I remember that's... that, and I cried throughout most of that situation because it hit. Yeah, I, I, my experience is closer to. to but PJ's, that's Garrett. Yeah. That's Garrick's point, right? Is yeah, that like yeah. you Not guys were invested right. in the subject matter, so you paid attention and you learned. Yeah. Whereas if you're not invested, you're just going to clock out right. and not pay any attention and, and not retain anything. That's the challenge, too, of schools. Like, how do you teach these how like different kids who have different teams? maturities, different <laughs> ways of, of, of like learning, different ways of interacting? You know, it's like, how do you. There's so yeah, many. Everyone has their own propensity to do stuff. You know, and, everyone's different. So it's like, how do you do that in one one? Uh, well, course and that's where I think that's that's plan, exactly you know? where yeah. games can step in. There's visual and audio people. Oh, yeah. Wow, but it's and, circle. We're yeah. Back. So there's visual yeah, yeah. and there's right. audio people, well, and brought, there's people that games. by demonstration. Oh, yeah. And I well, think games have the potential potential to do all those at once. Where you yeah. can't do that with yeah. a person sitting up in yeah. the front of the class that's drooling while they talk. Because I, I don't well, care well, what well, they have to say. Well, <laughs> also, like, uh, like, <laughs> like also, like, uh, another example would Tattoo. be VR, too. Yeah. You can you can use that as a great teaching tool. I mean, I feel like if the Holocaust yeah. Museum didn't affect you in person, that a VR Holocaust simulation wouldn't affect you either. Possibly. But. Well, uh, yeah, but at the same time, I, I feel like I wasn't mature enough to yeah, 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 be yeah. able to um, uh, ingest the 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 terrible uh, or or you're dead by the point that you get to that stuff and you're like yeah this is terrible i I don't i don't think that's necessarily gary because i guess so (laughs) a situation like that in a different way as we got older so it it was yeah yeah it's a virtual so so pj maybe maybe i did react the same way as you did but it didn't leave a lasting impact for me to actually like remember it and say oh crap going here actually like enlightened me and reminded me that we have it really good right now the situation was a little less of like it hit as an impact and like you remember stuff like you're saying that like impacted you hard and i like when they were explaining i was i was putting myself in that situation and it's like the same thing i laugh at a mm-hmm. joke because you guys say something and then i imagine all that and you guys like what the hell are you laughing at and it's just like i put myself in that situation and it's fucking yeah. hilarious that same thing happened whenever we went there i imagined myself being in that kid's shoes and being smuggled out yeah and for yeah it's I, like, uh, I don't think you do um, that necessarily all the time you listen to the information you process it but it's it's a different way of you processing it and i think the mood and yeah, the environment is what made you solemn at that point not necessarily the thoughts behind what happened and i th- yeah like the, right yeah, and i think like if it, you watch yeah. something now like if you watch one of those youtube videos about the holocaust and like someone meeting their sister after 80 years or something like that that affects you that will tear you mm-hmm. up but you're at a maturity level oh, where you yeah. can handle that now. yeah i exactly i i can right. empathize you know how more, to do that uh, wow. because of right. where i'm at yeah so, yeah, I've noticed I've been crying more. <laughs> it's just gonna at, get worse. Uh, at, at by the time you're eighty, you're just gonna be crying movies. all the time. Yeah. Oh God! Uh, just I'm crying. Yeah. Or just you just turn desensitized to it. So. You can, yeah. of course, but I I don't know. It depends on you. It, 
and it depends on the mentality you want to have. I yeah. think if anyone's willing to open up and listen to that information and put themselves in that shoes, like that when I'm not in the mood for anything, I can watch a video like that and then not feel a thing and just be like, oh, that's sad. But then if I sit there and I'm focused on it and I put myself in the situation, then yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that might have been it for you. You exactly. were, We were out on a class field trip. We were with a bunch of friends. We were out hanging out. It was fun. fun. It was away from oh, class. Yay. So you we're were in that mindset. For me, class. I'm yeah. going to a place where horrible things like are recorded and transpired. There's and that was the mindset that. I went into with it. And I was like, this is horrifying. So it, it's what you do going into it in the mood you're in that day too. I could have easily been in the same mood as you. So it's not necessarily maturity levels all the time. It's, it's mm -hmm. your mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Last uh, question before we close out, how long oh. until we see interactive test textbooks? Uh, oh, soon. I mean, do you consider like, 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 yeah. I, pads? I, no, like, I mean, I mean like, it's like, Let's put on VR or headset. There are not necessarily a VR headset, but like, like uh, Tony Northrup is a okay. good example. Like, are what? you talking about interactive, like Whoa. playing puzzles what? or like solving yeah. something inside of the book? Or are you talking about like, you, you know, you read text and then it brings you to a video, and that video starts playing in your book? I mean, like you read text and it like either brings you to a video game or video or has you like do an interactive game that like reinforces the that thing that they're trying awesome to get across. I'm excited for that, and I feel like there probably are games like that. But Tony Northrup yeah, like books are all that yeah. they they say text, they do the examples, explain it to you, and then they solidify it with a video for each section. Like and that's the reason why I learned yeah. photography is because he fucking learned that formula and nailed it. Wow. So, and, and that was a short plug for them. Go check out Tony Northrup. I love him. If you haven't, if you, if you if don't you know who he is. Well, so another piece of technology or education tool would be, like, I, okay. I just watched a YouTube video, uh, that Marquez Brownlee just did about uh, one of oh. his dope tech things. Uh, he he debuted like this projector that this smart projector that you put on a flat surface and you could use it as a touch surface huh. as well. So I think that has a lot of applications that uh, for education and nice. and well, because and, it's more and interactive and stuff. That. So I think technology is catching up and creating right. opportunities. And a teacher can afford that so. and they can use it for themselves, of course. But they it's like a teacher can go out and buy that. And it's a thousand dollars. A good teacher, give it, can, give it a, few years. a really good and invested teacher. No, but maybe a yeah. college that's, professor. That's the thing: it's, teachers don't make any money, right? Yeah. And they can't invest in a, in like something like this would have to be like like district wide, yeah. right? Or it would have to be like a, it would, but yeah, it's still cheaper than school. But yeah, it had to be like a thing that they're all because like the to. the real projectors, the light bulbs yeah. themselves cost a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, but that. That's to teach the like it's a presentation projector. This is more like for one desk, oh, one table, or okay. one tiny. I, th wall. I thought you were talking about the whole class. Yeah, it's not. It's not. A, oh no 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 no! It's more in, it like it's like it's a, it's a tablet projected on desk okay. surface. Um, yeah, it sounds like a hologram. almost almost there. We're not there yet. Okay, uh, but yeah, we're gonna finish off with that. Before we go though. Uh, we got a YouTube. Oh, oh wow. wow! You might be on it listening to the podcast, oh, but if you're not, 
we got oh. videos there for you to watch of oh, gameplay wow. and antics. All the antics. Wow. What kinds oh. of what kinds of uh, games have you guys been playing? Oh, great question. I'm glad you asked, John. John. Oh, you want me to do all of them? Okay, well, Tuesdays, uh, John has been doing kind of more of a variety hour. Uh, we have Assassin's Creed on either oh, wow. hiatus or indefinite hiatus. Wait, what? Um, but oh, okay. we just uploaded our second uh, part of Worms. Um, wow. And it's and it's going to be it, a third one. It already came out by the time uh, you're listening yep. to this, and by then, the way. Uh, third one's oh, on geez. its way uh, next week, and then possibly something new. Let's oh, see. Obviously, Ooh. we have these Ooh. on Wednesdays, uh, also available on anywhere else that you mm -hmm. want to listen to it. Uh, Thursdays is still Child of Light. We're trucking along in that game, and that will po probably be the first Child. game that we finish on the YouTube. Um, and then... Oh, wow. PJ, PJ, can I just say, PJ always says that we're we're a couple couple videos no, away. No, I didn't say it, we're a couple yes, away. Yeah. Or, like, you said that. Three. Yeah, no, I didn't say that this time. Oh. I just said we're trucking along. So... <laughs> We'll get there eventually. I'm saying this will be the first one that we actually complete on the YouTube channel. That's a guarantee. I'm going to play it all the way through. He guarantees exactly. it. Oh, your money back. And then back. Sundays. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and I was going to say, try to like. It does. Like I feel like it has to be finished. Like, yeah. Whereas, like, Assassin's Creed. It needs. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he was level going. 15, Joey. Level uh, 15. And we've done 15 episodes. It's multiple hours of playing and him doing side quests by himself. And he has to, yeah, he has to do it outside. John, did did you ever check, like, your, uh, your progress? He's definitely played His progress overall? for eight hours. Yeah. Probably, like, I think you're, like, not in you're double digits probably, yet. like, nine, uh, 19%. No, maybe. he's not even that far. Yeah. There's no way. Because um, no, uh, All right. and last the but not wonderful least. Uh, Warzone dubs that Garrick does on Sundays. Uh, check oh, out yeah. the fresh wow. new memes from him on there and our uh, tactical mm -hmm. gameplay. Um, and then starting next so Monday, uh, make sure you tune in for an extra slot. That will be a surprise. Uh, so oh, you can whoa. check that out. And whoa. I don't know if it's going to be a consistent upload every Monday, but at least for the next few one months, it will probably be that way. And that's that's pretty. Oh much wow! It. Fantastic. That's and nice. and join our Discord. Discord. Yes, we have a Discord. You can join the Discord. Also, we stream on oh. Twitch, which is oh, Cameraman John. Cameraman oh. John Twitch. Stream. Podcast. Come hang out with us on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, six thirty Pacific time. Wow. We're playing games like games, Minecraft, and stuff. Uh -huh. Wow! Yeah, a lot of Call of Duty happens on there. Wow! Mm -hmm. so fun. I get a little forest, some Subnautica oh, sometimes. So oh, check it out. One of those. All yeah. the variety. Yeah. We got check all all you need, baby check, girls. Check, check, check it out. Baby Everything. Baby. Yeah. yeah I was like, so. All right, that was fun. All right, this was a podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. We will catch you next week. Bye, Bye. Timmy. Oh God, I'm scared.